Vince must think Gronk is so much more famous than he actually is. <laughs> like they're acting like it's, no it's like Michael Jordan or something. Like no, he was just a goofy guy whose name is Gronk. Like that's it. Yeah, like I know Michael Jordan's name. Yeah. I don't know any. I might even like let you edit this one, Janos, because I don't sure. know what about this is good or what we should keep. Like, oh, it's all, it's all really happening. good. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just smiling and nodding at this point. Can't lose any yeah. of that. <laughs> Who's introducing us? I guess this... Does this work as a cold open? I don't uh, know. I forgot we'll we see. had to do introductions. Well, we're not there yet. All right. I'm not sure what's happening. We're still, like, searching blindly around in the mists of... In the fog of war for a cold open, okay. I think. I can't think of anything. I don't have coronavirus anymore. Basically, like, the only things happening besides, you know... A global pandemic is uh, <laughs> WrestleMania and the annoying rabbit event in Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boris Johnson has coronavirus, so he might die because now he's in the hospital. Keep your fingers he, crossed. He, he might. It's a possibility. Just saying. It is a fact yeah. that it's a possibility mm-hmm. that he might die. I'm not saying whether that's a positive or negative thing. It's just, you know, a thing. Just a fact. Yeah. I'm going to echo the skull man, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sean, and say... I pray for him to never get another sickness again, <laughs> ever. <laughs> anyway, that happens. We can just fucking start, I don't know. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. In the books. He does that in the books, too. We didn't have any, like, gross penis descriptions this week, I think. So I don't know what we were even going to do. They talked about dicks a lot in Tyrion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just off. like a funny yeah. joke. But none of them were like Not swanging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing glistening wetly or in any other way. There was a shortage mm. of glistening this yeah. week, which I was sad about, <laughs> I will say. Welcome to Song of Babies and Puppies, where we talk about dick swinging. My name is Emmanuel, also known as uh, Thrice Damned Blind Fool. Hi, I'm Chaz, and. Uh, even though I'm in my middle 50s, I'm hard as a man of 20. My name is Janos, a.k.a. Milf of the Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, hi, my name is Rainer, and I'm a thirsty little... Ma- uh, fuck, and I'm a thirsty little <laughs> wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to mention that when we get to that chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and guest, hi. Special guest <laughs> joining us, yeah. Hey, um, I'm Eddie, a.k.a. Dijon Targaryen. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. Okay. I'm reusing it, but it's a good one, so I gotta get mileage out of it. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you're doing, like, five podcasts, it's gonna happen Who could keep point. track I'm, at this point? I'm sure none, none of our listeners uh, have heard any of your podcasts. Yeah, whatever, I'm just... Yeah, make sure high. that you plug everything <laughs> in the end. All right. I'll get I'll get the yeah. list going. <laughs> so we're we're by popular demand. I was against this from the start, but we're bringing back <laughs> an old segment that you might like. Uh, can somebody talk about this? Because I don't want to. <laughs> so I have some news for you. I have good news and I have bad news. Which one do you want to hear first? Uh, bad news. Okay, so the bad news is that we're in the middle of a global pandemic. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> Shit. Uh, but the good news is that this is actually the perfect news that all of the book fans wanted to hear. Because George R. R. Martin is healthy, isolated, and writing Winds of Winter quickly. I like how they add That's in quickly news. there. Yeah, define quickly. They just threw that one in there because they felt like it. That, that adverb. George glistened quickly. I actually don't hate this article. Like, this is from Dankanator.com. The paragon of journalism. Because, <laughs> okay, they say, let's just say fans of A Song of Ice and Fire aren't the nicest to George over his lazy writing. Okay, I don't but like the, don't right the part about lazy writing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't say Game of Thrones fans. Mm-hmm. And they acknowledge that the fans, like, do the mean thing. Like, pe- people are saying it's not us people are saying but you're lazy yeah i like the i like the angle this article is taking like this is a reference to you know a, a, not a blog post um george made about how you know there's a virus but he's isolated and he's actually uh more focused than ever on writing the book or something like that but the angle they took is just let's report on what kind of funny jokes the fans are making about this uh so they say yeah they aren't the nicest and the recent outbreak of coronavirus spelled in a way i've never seen it before they like they like spelled (laughs) coronavirus like if it was a username on league of legends or something reddit user coronavirus like corona is capitalized and virus is capitalized but it's one word uh they get even more worried about george's own hair some of them express their concerns in their tweets with some being mind-numbingly funny Mm. so get ready for some of that family ready for my mind to be numb that's never an adjective i use to when describing something funny i'm gonna leave like an (laughs) itunes review that uh Fun point is not just information <laughs> and helps me define my taste in music, but it's also mind-numbingly fun. Yeah, after you listen to it, your brain will be completely blank. Just nothing in there. <laughs> I get mind-numbingly funny stuff at a dentist's office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's not. Uh- <laughs> no, you do have to remember that the fans still say all of this out of love for both George and Winds of Winter, his much anticipated upcoming book in the sack. So I'm not sure about this. Like know? some of the fans that are just like when he posts a pic for his anniversary and they say, Stop loving your life your wife, write your book. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Uh so and and then they uh, quote some tweets. Um so here's a tweet by at Cinema Fanti, George R. R. Martin is going to use coronavirus as an excuse to not release the Winds of Winter. I'm bookmarking this. I don't get it. I'm bookmarking my own That's... tweet, just so you know. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't get because, you don't get it because uh, your mind is numbed. Yeah. So oh, oh damn. That That's tweet, how they get you. That tweet has a stunning 44 likes. Now, there's another one by uh, Limited Breadsticks at Limitless Jest. If you are George R. R. Martin, you should drop whatever disorganized, scribbled, half-written pages you have right now. You can make a killing, and let's be real, you're never going to finish him. This is your moment. Uh, George R. R. Martin does not handwrite his pages. He uses his Word Stars <laughs> uh, document creator. Word Star, uh, 78. How is this out of love? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, we're getting there. We're getting <laughs> okay, there. Matt. 
because there's one more tweet and the article acknowledges okay the next one might have nothing to do with the virus but it was a very cool remark <laughs> very <was> cool <laughs> and wow. we just couldn't resist putting it here and this is a tweet by uh someone named darkest lariat let's uh, go ed brooks as a noun oh it's gonna be so funny <laughs> the tweet goes breaking Iowa Democratic Party reveals reason for delay. George, see, you can't even read it. George so R. R. Martin is doing the freaking counting. My mind has dissolved into <laughs> the white soft. Uh, I should I should have replied to this know. tweet with the the Peter Griffin with Rick's head. Oh my god, Ooh. that'd be pretty. Epic. Let me go back and do this. Hold on. For the first time ever, you're gonna hear Eddie live tweeting Brooks Peter Griffin. Yeah, put your mic up to your keyboard. Uh, actually, oh, shit, I don't think I is going to take. I don't actually have cuz I usually leave the Peter Griffin to him. I don't have it saved. So, I'll get around to it. Dude, Damn you don't it. have that in your in your clipboard all the time. No, I just close my eyes and see it directly on the back of my eyelids. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how I get my fix. So, thank you Dankinator for providing us content that uh sufficiently numbed our minds uh so that we get into the state for to discuss this book. But at, at least they also provide us with a with a nice George pick with uh, a Jets. Uh, oh, that's true. Cap and the pipe. So you know, you win some, you lose some. Is the Jets like a knockoff Mets? Uh, they're the football <laughs> equivalent of the Mets, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. They just happen like to have sense. rhyming names. They that's they won the the third Super Bowl and then they sucked ever since. Pretty much. Brooks is too good at mimicking this particular K- mimicking voice. bad humor? Bad opinion haver, bad humor. <laughs> like You gotta live the gimmick. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's just I... making a funny joke. Yeah, it was a very cool remark. Like uh, pretty clever. Ah, oh, politics commentary, I love it. Thank you, Brooks, very cool. Very cool <laughs> remark. Alright, I made a tweet. Right. You're welcome. Really okay, good, good tweet. <laughs> I'm going to like and retweet this. I'm not going to retweet this. All right. Well, now that that's over, um, we also read some chapters this week. I think. Yeah, I think I did. It was. It feels like a year ago. But why don't you? Uh, why don't you, Eddie? Why don't you start us off with uh, Mr. Tyrone? All right. We're uh, we're back at it again with our friend Tyrone. Um, he's hanging out with his like 300 best friends. Uh, all the mountain people, and he's going to meet uh, Big Papa Tywin. Let's see, and they're and they're all talking about like you know cutting dicks off and throwing them in the river or whatever they do. Uh, Tyrion shows up uh, like his dad's camp, and everyone is giving him like mean face, except the ones who don't because they say, "Oh shit, that's Tyrone." There's, I think, one of the like mountain people. They're like, "Oh, there's like twenty thousand guys here," and Tyrion's like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, he goes into the tent. And there's uh, Tywin's there with his brother, Kevin, but it's not spelled Kevin. It's Kevin. It's Kevin. Um, there's like some people who say Kevin. It's fucking Kevin. It's Kevin. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kevin Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tyrion's like, hey, dad, the man who hates me, what's up? And Tywin's immediately, he's just like, uh, Jamie would have never got kidnapped. Um... So then, this is our introduction to Tywin, which if, I don't do this often, but if I had to praise TV show Game of Thrones, they did an okay job with this. They changed it, but it was pretty good in the TV show. 
Yeah. Where he was where he was skinning the stag. Do you get it? It's symbol oh. overism. It's probably an accident. They should probably teach that in film school, I think. That was the only prop animal that they could get that day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just happened. It just happened, out. yeah. I think it was just Charles Dance was just doing it. I think I read something it. that <laughs> yeah. they were like, yeah, he he knew how to do it, so we just said okay. <laughs> he just went hunting that day and yeah, and brought it back on onto the set and said like, hey, we could use this, right? They also didn't shave his head on the show because he's described as having like a bald head. Yeah, with only whiskers. Yeah, normal, normal face to have. Um, <laughs> we get a lot of like names of houses and stuff. Like, there's all these are like the, who's it? The Black Blackwood, whatever. We gotta stop the Tullys, so on. Um, so I think he says like only the Freys are left or whatever. And Tyrion's like Walder Frey won't do anything until it's about to, the war is about to end. So we're good. And he's like, oh, the only problem is that the Starks and Aarons might get involved, but that won't happen. So we have nothing to worry about. We're pretty good. Um, T- Tyrion finds out, he's like, oh, uh, Tywin's like, hey, Robert died. You didn't know that. Very cool. So, he, yeah, he finds out that Ned's in jail. Um, Rob is, like, at Moat Kaelin, getting his army together. Then the, all the, like, the big boys come in, and the big lady, and they're like, what's up? We are mountain people, and we're strong, and Tywin does his best, like, ah, yes, I've heard many things about the strength of the noble mountain clans. So then, basically... Uh, they're like, hey, uh, little Tyrone said we can have, like, swords and shields and shit. And Tywin's like, okay, if you help us fight the rest of the people, you'll get even more because I'm Tywin and I'm big and strong. And that, that's the gist of it. There's, like, a couple of things I want to shout out yeah, about yeah. this chapter. Like, first of all, we we meet Flemont Brex here. Oh, I uh, uh, just one more <laughs> thing. I think Tyrion described one of the mountain men as, like, Casterly Rock with hair. Um, yeah, and that was funny. Sorry <laughs> to laugh at his cheeks. That was Yeah, I had I made like brown face at that. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to shout out Flemming Bra- Flemming Braggs for wearing a helmet. We talked about this earlier when we talked about funny helmets, but this is gonna be gotta be the funniest. He's wearing a horse head that has a two feet long unicorn horn. <laughs> Hell yes, <laughs> two feet long. Why two feet? And he's also wearing just a silver like silver armor with uh what is it, like uh purple uh, diamonds or something so what's up guys i'm normal yeah <laughs> does he have like a dedicated horn polisher that's what i want to know <laughs> okay okay uh, there's, there's something in there that's like when robert said get the breastplate stretcher but he needs the horn polisher <laughs> mm. exactly yeah. yeah yeah gotta get my horn polish everyone <laughs> please leave the room right now <laughs> it's time to polish my horn. Maybe there's like a traveling guy who like maintains people's horns. He goes from house to house and knocks on the door and asks if they have any horns that need polishing, and they just. It's time to polish my horn. Sounds like I don't know. I, I guess he's. I think he's very disappointed every time that people are just leaving him alone because they think he's gonna crank off. But he's like, no, look at my helmet. <laughs> it's really cool. He asks people to polish his horn, and they they start actually polishing his horn rather than what he was hoping they'd do. I'm very disappointed that there's no fan art of him, like except that one uh, funny drawing. I mean, never mind. I was gonna say I would do it, but I still have to fucking make us a poster. <laughs> we need <laughs> something for the podcast. That is not the brain with the with the. Book. I think it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but 
I said I'd do this five years ago or whenever we started. <laughs> Look, when we get to a storm of swords, you can. I'm working on it. Yeah. Art is hard. I was like, I lo- I was so ambitious. I was like, oh, every new book, I'll like update it and give them new outfits that represent them for that book and new symbols. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> just just slap the weightlifting brain on it. We'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's worse, the brain or the emoji I put next to it? It's synergy; they work together. Yeah, two two minuses make a plus usually. So. Mm. Yeah, that works really good. <laughs> uh, what else did I want to? Oh yeah, Rainer, you mentioned the other funny joke that one of the mountain men made. Yeah, like when Tywin uh, Tywin asks them, like, uh, "What brings you down from your strongholds?" and uh, Shagat says, "Just as horses." Got him. Horse time, and nobody reacts. Like, just, oh yeah, uh, there's okay. like a very bad. Uh, like everyone is super serious, and Tyrion is like, star- uh, tries to crack jokes, and it all falls flat. Also, in this chapter, Tyrion's like, "Oh, Tywin is a man who never smiled." And he's still, like, doing goofs and japes in front of him. Like, <laughs> expecting a laugh. He's just doing them for himself. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a little clown boy. He's trying to trying mm. to crack a smile. But. Yeah, some people make jokes to cope. Yeah. It could have been, like, a moment when they were, like, children. And he, just, he like, made a bet with Jamie which one of them are going to make Tywin smile first. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's still going. <laughs> Tyrion was learning all his acrobatics and he was doing like all the tumbling and stuff and it <laughs> did not work. <laughs> there is a bit in this chapter where Tyrion's like, I can read all of his micro expressions. Like he's 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 not smiling, but if he was a person who smiled, okay. then he would be smiling right now. So his giving of microaggressions. Mm. I mean this is kind of the source of like where it's kinda of like John's uh like hyper it's not hyper awareness but he's like more he can read people and like he's observant of people Tyrion has the same he's actually way better at it than john is they both have blind spots around like their own insecurities but they're like generally good at reading people and this is kind of where Tyrion gets it is like from having to watch an abusive father for warning signs which yikes i i I never like Tyrone always does a good job of making me feel bad for him for like a second and then not anymore because mm. there's some line where he's like yeah. uh he it's something like he never noticed more about his stunted legs than he was like when his father was watching him or something yeah. and I'm like damn dude that mm. sucks but then you know he's Tyrone the next minute and I'm like ah yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a bit at the beginning where they're trying to he's trying to um learn about democracy and he's like oh god oh, yeah. yeah don't care for this even <laughs> the women are allowed yeah i talk. i pushed that out of my mind that's why i didn't go over it in the recap he's like oh they all speak and talk oh. and even the women have yeah. a voice yeah dude they don't have a class system what, what are these preparing like, have they not heard of feudalism the best yeah. system <laughs> it just works <laughs> at least for me he really is like i'm so oppressed and uh you know discriminated but I also want a system where everyone else is more discriminated than I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that almost is the system currently. Tyrion is a is a Warren supporter who the system <laughs> is working for. Yeah, exactly. His 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 big structural change is bringing in three hundred mountain men from the Vale into his fox <laughs> army. 
He's like, what if we teach them about feudalism and then aren't we kind of educating them? If the Vale clan simply learned to code, they'd have a much better life. <laughs> There's literally, he's like, I'm going to give them technology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. And he starts this off by like, oh, I, I'd like to help you out, Father, but I actually am going to go conquer the Vale on my own with 300 men. He's <laughs> like, like, Dad, I've got a new hobby. It's um, imperialism. I've got a new hobby. It's uh, trying to sack an entire like part of the country because I was personally wronged. <laughs> At least Robert just goes hunting. Yeah. I mean, this is like... This is also him being his father. Like, that's what Tywin does. That's what Tywin is literally doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing a better job of it. Yeah, he turns around it on Tyrion so hard that now the mountain men are, like, working for Tywin, but Tyrion still has to, like, go along with them. Yeah. Mm, I like the... the We get, like, a lot of... It's, like, really quick, subtle, like, world-building for the mountain clans, like, culture... He got stuck about it with um, Tyrion thinking about democracy, but uh, that thing itself where, like, they say Tyrion will have to come with us because so far, like, he's bought his his life with promises and he's got to see that through personally. Like, he's got to stay with us through the fucking battle because, like, the only reason he's alive is because he's promised all this shit to us. Mm-hmm. It is interesting with Tyrion's whole story where he's always in an incredibly precarious position for, like, all the books. Mm. He's always one step away from toppling and being murdered by someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's really getting use out of his plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to, like, mention the part where they're, like... Where, like, a Tywin epic owns uh, Tyrion by saying... Uh, well, your brother Jamie wouldn't have got captioned by a woman. <laughs> yeah. I it don't, don't know why one. you're pointing out that, but yeah. Oh, it's just funny. It's just a funny little moment. <laughs> That'll never happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then he then t- then Tyrion just says, "Yeah, that's that's why we're we're so different, Jamie and I." Mm-hmm. So it's probably not going to come totally up again. Totally different, yeah. The Lannisters mm-hmm. as a family, they're all very distinct. I'd say they have no no parallels to speak of. The other thing I wanted to bring up is, uh, what if Shaga was played by Mike Myers? Okay. okay. <laughs> would he, would he so, be Shagadelic? Shaga is... A London slang word um, that's just like... For someone who fucks. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I find it very hard to read this chapter and take it seriously. Sugar is very hard to take seriously. Didn't we get um, in, memori- in um, Memoriam of Jick in this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, do they mention Jick? Yeah, yeah. they mention Jick and Morik. Yeah. Oh, yeah. R.A.P. R.A.P. Gone, but never Happy forgotten. F. <laughs> never. Immortalized in our episode title. You're good to give it for Tyrone for remembering them, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good thing he remembered. He doesn't, like, say, oh, I'm so, like, distressed at their lo- uh, losing them. Or, like, he's just like, they're dead. I need new men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Shagat throws a guy through a door all the way across the room. It, it, it's, it's, it was like a fighting game, like, scene transition, like an environmental yeah. KO, <laughs> where you kick them at the edge. <laughs> <laughs> like Mortal Kombat blasting through the ceiling is good. Oh, just remember the other part, like, from the beginning of this chapter, uh, well, I, I guess it's part of the world building of the mountain man, but, uh, there's, like, one clan, I guess, named the Burned Man. Oh, yeah, 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 this is, this is so <laughs> sick. And all of them, like, burns off one part of their flesh, uh, to, like, become men, I guess. Uh, and yeah. their, their leader... Uh, Timet, or like the the most feared one is Timet, who uh, put out his own left eye with a mm. hot knife. So that's that's interesting that someone would give up an eye. It's just good politics, especially as like a warrior. I believe you you want some like uh, depth perception and stuff like that, maybe <laughs> if you're fighting. <laughs> nah, but it's it's not it's not. Uh, a very good like career move, I think. But it is because he gets the for top warrior. spot because he does it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He trades yeah. an eye for power. I wonder if that's a theme. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that's equivalent exchange. Uh, <laughs> it's also yeah. They're the burned men, and he's a red hand for because mm. of his big eye trick. Hmm. Interesting mm. hands. Mm. Red. That's in the cave <laughs> song. Oh, yeah, red, red right, right hand. hand. Uh, we forgot to mention that um, at the end, uh, they get news. Well, like, they talk a lot about military stuff. Um, but at the end, they ta- they get word that Rob's army is moving south. So yeah, yeah. Um, Tywin tells someone to, like, just be annoying and, like, draw him, like, further out of position so they can get him yeah. as the military term is go get him uh yeah yeah <laughs> i'm moving into position to go get him uh, 10-4 <laughs> we are Os- we are oscar mike to go get him <laughs> but at this point uh, tywin's just falling into rob's trick though isn't he exactly mm, yeah, yeah so tywin rob's gets trick. like really happy about this he was um Basically waiting for Rob to, like, leave the good position of Moat Kaelin, and uh, he thinks that Rob's doing that, but it's only half the story. Uh-huh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A completely unrelated thing, but, like, I just remembered we talked earlier about uh, how George has named, like, some, you know, minor NPCs after... Uh, what's the name of those comedy people? Oh, three the three stooges. stooges. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just noticing there's a guy named Sir Adam, but he's spelled the same way the Adams family is spelled. Mm. And I can't not suspect that George is doing his trick again. Elmo <laughs> Tully ass name. Ah. <laughs> Genius. Is it Sansa time? Is it Sansa time? Shit, I've got to fucking do this one, huh? Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> get through it together, I think. It's right, just, right, a f- okay. just a fun little mm. chapter. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not that bad as, chap- as Sansa ones go. I, I mean, like, mm. I like them. They're all good. But, the, I mean, hard to read as in uh, bad. So it's not that bad for that. But I'm brain tired already somehow. Um, all right. 
Let me take another sip of water. <laughs> All right, I'll, take, I'm, take I'm, a take, I'm taking sip. a sippy in solidarity. Uh, thank you. I have received your sippy solidarity. <laughs> and like back before quarantine, when I still did like sports, like things, I was yeah. To, like yeah, <laughs> like in in dance practices, it was all, always like in in my team, you always were only allowed to drink when everyone was drinking, because otherwise it was would disrupt the whole thing if everyone was just would just go out drinking so we're all like drinking at the same time i was wondering if that's a thing that happens to professional podcasters and we just never unlocked it <laughs> wow mm. <laughs> unlocked new podcasters culture yeah you, you, <laughs> you got for you you unlocked a new area of the sphere grid so uh <laughs> <laughs> we're already like had some of the professional podcasts because all the like Earwolf and Headgum podcasts had to change to remote recording. Ooh. And it's so yeah. weird to do podcasts yeah. <laughs> where you're not in a studio professionally with other mm. people. Wow, okay, here's weird. my thing. Here's my thing. I think if you have more than 200,000 Twitter subscribers, you shouldn't be allowed to podcast. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. 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 I think What's... I think if you have a radio show, if you're famous enough to have a television show or anything like that, you shouldn't be allowed to podcast. It's for the people. So you're saying <laughs> if you're running for president, oh, you, you should, should definitely not be allowed to podcast. <laughs> if there was someone who was running for president and had a podcast, I would find that I would find that disgusting. At least I'm not as brain tired as Joe Biden. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> But Can I we not know, like, talk about Joe Biden this week, please? Okay. <laughs> we did that the last this two is, weeks. <laughs> there is a We're bringing Biden back content. the news segment. We're bringing back <laughs> Biden. It's just Biden news every week. The Biden hour. Biden. No, the Biden minute. We can't do it again. If there's there's going to be at least one Dark Souls reference, one Ace Attorney reference, and Biden news. Mm -hmm. uh, Alrighty. At least Should one Pigot joke that like people who don't know us through Pigot Discord would never understand. We just have Eddie on for that. Yeah, you need yeah. a certain level of intelligence to understand anything that's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. We're just mindlessly that part. <laughs> All right. The wall, the I was just about to start reading it. Like I'm, this is an audiobook now. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Joffrey is holding court. Um, he sucks. Everything's like disheveled. This is like basically, this is like a Trump like newsroom essentially. This is like nothing is like. <laughs> All the all previous protocols are not being observed. People are like rushing into the room late. There's like only twenty people instead of a hundred. I'm sorry, but you just said newsroom, and now I'm imagining like Jeff Jeff newsroom doing it, <laughs> and like fix you with star starts to play. Imagine turning the the page and seeing the POV's Jeff newsroom. <laughs> Imagine if Aaron Sorkin wrote Game of Thrones. Uh, Oh no! <laughs> it would be so epic. Um, they would epically own politics. each other all the time. What's with Jeffs? Because that's Brendan Beefish's name, isn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal? I've never trusted what? Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's also like the the bad one. The only line. time I've trusted a Jeff is whenever uh, Channing Tatum said, "My name's Jeff." <laughs> I can't think of a good Jeff. We're diverting all research to to finding one good Jeff job. Mangum. Okay, forget it. There's a good one. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I can only think of Jeff Goldblum. Like <laughs> defended Woody Allen recently, so he's not okay. good anymore. Cancelled. Mm. Uh, damn. He is charming, though. No, he's a celebrity. They gotta be. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, all those people that we just mentioned are in this room, uh, <laughs> w- looking, <laughs> uh, waiting for Joffrey to start the court. Um, the like throne room tapestries literally like they're pulled down, but they're just like in a corner in a heap. Like they haven't put up any new decorations or even got rid of the old ones. They're just like. Uh, we don't like Robert, and that's in the, in the trash heap now over there. We pee on it. And then uh, they basically just read out a list of like people that they want to come swear fealty to Joffrey. It's like Stannis, a bunch of uh, all the Starks, all the Tullys, the Aarons, um, the Martells. There's a lot of like Martell mentions. They're not important. Even in the last chapter, too. Yeah. Wonder if we'll see them, and then they're basically like, uh, "These are the people we're scared of, and we want them to come bow to us or whatever." They give a bunch of they give lordship to um, Janos Slint. He's got a sigil. He's got two shitty sons and a big shield, and uh, yeah, they give him Harrenhal and they give him council seat, and everybody is like muttering about it, and they don't like it that because he's common born. And they also gave Cersei a council seat, and people are like, eh, woman on top, I guess. Woman on top. Yeah. Epic Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> uh, all right. God, it really was like a year ago that I read this, huh? <laughs> then they tell, hey, Barry, uh, Barristan, tell me, uh, what's up, dude? Uh, you're fired. And he's like fuck you guys, I served a bunch of kings and Littlefinger is like, well, all of them are dead, so haha, you're stuck at your job. Meanwhile, like, one of them died of old age and one of them was killed by <laughs> their brother. One of them Who was is killed by the, new the guy that Commander. they appoint yeah. in his place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, should, they should have made the board the new seventh member of the... <laughs> I support that. I went. <laughs> <laughs> Cersei would have would have done that if if the boy wasn't dead. It should be like uh, under Santa Claus rules that if you if you kill the king, you become the new king. <laughs> There's nothing in the rules that says a boy can't be a king's card. <laughs> <laughs> we are airbutting this. Yeah. So normally the king's guards are for life, but uh, they say, "Yeah, fuck that," and. Um, they're like, oh, you can have some land in the Westerlands, and Selmy's like, ah, fuck that. And he takes off his armor, and he takes his sword out, and everybody gets scared because he's, like, wicked good at sword fighting. And he throws it to the ground and says, like, you guys all suck, and I'm out. Peace out, he says a Cartman line. 
then <laughs> Joffrey, like, after he storms out, Joffrey's like, he said mean things. Mm-hmm. Get, go get him. <laughs> I'm ordering a go get him out on this man. <laughs> <laughs> a classical Lannister could get him. <laughs> and Janos, like, nobody and like nobody responds for a second. And he's like, I'm the king, do it. And Jan- Janos is like, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. And he walks out and then he gets five men killed because he's an idiot. Um and then, uh, but we don't find out until that later about that later. So that's a minor spoiler. But Barristan kills like five dudes with a knife because he's <laughs> to escape. He's just that good. And then they give they give a spot the spot on the King's Guard to Sander Clegane, and he's like, "Oh, cool, I'll do it. I guess whatever. Fuck it." But I'm not a knight, so jot that down. Uh huh. Then, all right. Finally, that's like all that business is done. Sansa is like, all right, now is my time. And she, the Herald, is like, uh, any last uh, anybody else got any thoughts on this chapter? And Sansa's like, I do. <laughs> and <laughs> and she says, she basically begs for mercy for Ned. Um, she tries to like make the case that he's been hopped up on. Or like opioided out, and uh, his leg hurt, and somebody must have lied to him, otherwise, because he would never betray anybody, because he's good. And they basically say, like, all right, well, we won't execute him if he admits that he like did treason and uh, commands your brother to stand stand down. And uh, if he doesn't do that, there won't be any mercy for him. So. That's pretty much the end of the chapter. Sansa is doing great here. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, point I wanted to mention was that they are specifically for Arya, which is revealing that she's not there quite early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think everyone forgets later, but they do admit that they don't have her. Yeah, they're kind of... Like I said, this is literally a list of all the people they're scared of. Like, they're like, uh, come bow to us but the, yeah they also put Arya in there like they're just there's so many gaffes here I mean they basically like, name drop every character we've met so far that is not uh, clearly on the on the Lannister side yeah but like, yeah it's, it just kind of it does kind of show that they just I don't know it doesn't feel like they really planned this out no everything in this like in the throne room being all disheveled and like there's not that many people here anymore and like they're all murmuring at the decisions and stuff like everything is showing that this is not a, a stable new regime like yeah this, this, smacks, is, of, this smacks of Cersei mm. planning mm-hmm. also I think we should mention that uh, when when Sansa uh, arrives in the throne room and like uh, moves around she she notices that uh, that nobody like even wants to make eye contact really with her or or, mm. or speak to her or something like she's uh, everyone's shunning yeah. her because she's she's seen as a traitor and nobody like wants to be associated with her. Yeah, she feels like she doesn't exist. There's a it says that she feels like a ghost that she's dead before her time, which is hmm. kind of interesting. Hmm. That's a little worrying. No, but... ghost is ghost is John's dog. I don't. I don't understand this. <laughs> oh, okay. There's like a very relatable part here where uh, Senza at the end is like, okay, now it's time to 
speak up and I'm gonna say the words that I rehearsed in my mind. Mm-hmm. Which is like really nervous about it. That's why I was doing like a thematic thing where I, before the chapter, couldn't. Uh-huh. I was very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay, kind of a meta, meta textual mm. kind of, yeah, experience here. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> Are there any good names? Are there any like new characters that we haven't heard about yet? Sadontos, um, I think, was this Prince Luin of Dorn. I don't know who that is. Wait, oh. Prince Luin of Dorn? Oh yeah, Beriston mentions him as he fought alongside him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I guess there's lore characters. Uh, Lord Bryce Karen of the Marches is mentioned. I don't oh. know who that is. They mentioned Lady Went, who we'll see later. <laughs> I think. Have we had a Dora Martell name drop yet? Because we have that here. I don't think we ever see Lady Went. Oh, uh, yeah, we do. We, like, hear about her on the margins, but... No, no, um, um, she she has a meal with Bran, if I recall correctly. No, that's, uh... Lady Went was in Harrenhal before. Yeah. Uh, she was literally just, like... She just... Tywin was coming through uh, the Riverlands. She, and she says, okay, the you can have it. Okay. I don't want it anyway. Yeah, she kind of disap- like I don't know what happened to her, but um, I like where she went. Mm. You're thinking of um, uh, Lady Hornwood. Oh, okay. Lots of names. There's also like, and in the beginning when Senza comes in, there's uh, there's sickly Lord Giles, and then there's mm. funny drunken Sir Dantos. Sir Dantos, funny, funny drunk guy. Um, if I can be on my bullshit for a second, please. Uh, mm-hmm. In Game of In Game of Thrones, the TV show, uh, during this scene, they mostly kept the dial like when Barristan is like exiled or whatever. Like they mostly kept the dialogue exactly the same, except they cut out one line where Barristan says that uh, Stannis is going to take the throne. They left that out in the show for some weird, uh. some weird reason. They didn't put that in. <laughs> uh. Who? Who? Who's that Stannis? Huh. Oh, I don't know. The anti-Stannis <laughs> bias. Villains Wikipedia Stannis. <laughs> <laughs> but what what they kept in was maybe the the best joke Littlefinger ever makes. About it being a naked knight. Bar- yeah, when Barristan is just like throwing away pieces of his armor and <laughs> and, and says, I will die a knight. And uh, Littlefinger says, like, yeah, a naked knight as it seems. Owned. Which is... It's not even a, it's, it's just is, like there's alliteration. It's a good joke, but it's also incredibly cruel in that moment. And, yeah. Uh, and Sansa, uh, uh, yeah, thinks about that how how hurtful that that comment must have been in that in that moment. That's also like something but I think Littlefinger. It's so Littlefinger. Like, yeah. Like thought at one point in his life, hmm, naked knight. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> and then <laughs> he's been waiting for the moment that he sees a knight like throw down armor. Well, you know, we talked about how Littlefinger saw the fight between uh, Vardis Egan and uh, Brorm. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, when um, he was time-traveling. Yeah, exactly. Well, he yeah, wasn't time-traveling. Yeah. He wasn't time-traveling. He was just green-seeing. Mm. Yeah, through the door that isn't even yeah. in that room because they had it in the they had the fight mm, in the garden. No, I think it's a good theory. And I think the room bends, like, weirdly. Like yeah, there's yeah. some weird space-time thing happening in the Vale, for okay, which we're right. going to see a lot of more evidence later. He's got a far-seeing eye, so he can see from one end to the other. But anyway, we talked about how that gave him the, like, uh, get-good Dark Souls knowledge that it's actually better to wear less armor and roll around. 
And so he's just talking about like, oh, oh Barristan is uh, taking off all his armor. He's running around in a yes. loincloth with a big sword and just <laughs> so rolling he, he past he, every. Yeah, he prepares for the fight by taking off his armor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the armor is just a status Dex- symbol. Dexterity build. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the dark wood grain rune, grain the dark. Fuck. There's a ring that makes you do like summer like handstand flips instead of rolling. And he's got that on. And that's what Tyrion wears, too. It would have been really funny if, like, when uh, when Littlefinger says the naked knight line, like, Barristan looks down, and then we see that he's wearing, like, no underwear. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that his big dong is swinging. Yeah. Glistening uh-huh. <laughs> <Gl- laughs> wetly. <laughs> <laughs> would it be glistening dryly, actually? I think I maybe... Uh, glistening sorry. angrily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do think the show's line, they like, they change, uh, I could cut through the five of you as easy as a dagger cuts cheese. They change it to cake, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, they say, <laughs> I could carve, uh, like, cut you apart as easily as carving a cake, which I think is... <laughs> the HBO audience wouldn't understand what cheese is, so we had to change it to a tasty sweet. <laughs> they decided okay. che- cheese was a bit too hard, mm. maybe. Mm. They didn't have yeah. the budget for cheese. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think they would have like they would have liked to include the fart joke. Cut- cutting cheese, you know. Okay. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's a mature series, so they don't want to go down to that level. Oh, <laughs> this yeah. is back in season one when they had integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were pretending to be like a, a show about politics. It's, and, it's the best show about you know. politics. And play with her ass. Yeah, they were being newsroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would have been it would have been great if like everybody in this scene uh, started shouting like I just fucking love the news or whatever the famous <laughs> newsroom quote is. <laughs> After every after every name is announced that like has to pledge fealty to the Lannisters, everyone claps, but not because they like it, because because they're learning new information. So they're just so excited to hear it. <laughs> Somebody just like nudges another person, like, "Wow, really good world building." Yeah. <laughs> Joffrey also like he like knows enough about politics that he. But, like, not enough to be smart. Like, so Barristan says, you know, whenever Stannis, like, takes your seat, maybe he'll sit on a sword um, on the iron chair and die. And, like, that'll be more useful than your Kingsguard because they all suck. And he leaves. And then Joffrey's like, he talked about my uncles. He could be making plots with them. I want him seized and questioned. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my dude, he was just giving you a good burn. (laughs) <laughs> Those are just all the the terms he's learned as king already. So he wanted to show how much all the information he had. <laughs> he thought this was his fucking uh, 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 what? What's the word for fuck? Uh, what's the word for words? Vocabulary. <laughs> what symbols? That. Okay. They, Vocabulary. He thought it was his vocabulary test. I'm going to cut this so that the joke uh, <laughs> doesn't take 10 years That's and it will be good. Do you want to do like a clean joke take? All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, 
<laughs> you see, Joffrey thought that this was his vocabulary test. Ooh! Ah, got him. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that take two. I think it's just that Joffrey's never seen any, like, insult comedy, so he doesn't really get what a joke is. <laughs> this is Joffrey's roast. Joffrey uh. would fucking love, like, insult comedy. Uh, not if it was directed at him, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would, yeah, at, at like, the Joffrey's roast, he would, like, actually take it, like, he would, he would pretend that this is very funny that he's being roasted on TV, but, like, secretly everyone who roasts him, like, who participates in the roast of Joffrey, uh, later gets was, excited Wasn't Joffrey's wedding kind of a Tyrion roast? It was kind of a mutual roasting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of roasting going on it's there. Spoilers, I guess. It's the feast. For crows, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, so what if instead of Sir Mandon Moore, it was Sir Michael Moore, and he mm. would just like make a documentary about how Joffrey is really fucked up oh. or something? Do we have any more thoughts about this one? Yeah, I was gonna say. Um... I did think it was interesting all the bits where they are flouting protocol and like going against tradition. Oh, that's um, yeah. Just because the way everyone reacts is not happy, but there's also nothing they can do about it, which shows how flimsy a lot of the the traditions are. And it's weird that I got upset at like, oh, you can't you can make Sir Sander a king's guard when like. <laughs> Like, why do I get feudalism brain from yeah, this? Yeah, I'm the vain kid. You can't do that. He is not an anointed knight of the seven. Like, <laughs> right? I do like that he decides not to be a knight. I think it's good. I know it's his trauma, but it's good. Yeah. Me c- crying and mad. Damn, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, though, because, like, I don't know. I guess if this is spoiler talk, maybe we should move it, but I'm just going to talk about, like, uh, a little bit of theming stuff for like Knight's Vows and Jamie stuff a little bit. Mm. Do you think that's cool to talk about here? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Alright. Well, so like, Jamie basically says that, you know, it was the white cloak that soiled me and like, the vows you take as a Kingsguard are basically like, worse and conflicting with the vows that you take as a knight. Like, a knight's vows are like, protect the weak and like, stuff like that, generally. I mean, there's like, ones that are more class protectionist too in it but so like sandor like by you know he hates knights so much because of his brother but like he's taking the worst vows instead of like the better vows because of you know like he he he'll take the kingsguard vows i guess but not the knights vows which yeah are the like more true and better ones but so i thought that was kind of interesting what if vows mean nothing Hmm. Hmm. What if vows are just like all these traditions that they're throwing out the window? Mm-hmm. Words of wind. Wow. Wow. What a thing. Is that it? Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. What? Is that a theme? Oh, shit. Fuck, you might be right. Isn't that like for 8th grade book reports? <laughs> Did they make Sandor Kingsguard in the show? I think so. Yeah. I have no idea. I have idea. no memory. I only remember like Epic Sandor from like season three onwards. Something about a chicken, I don't know. Like, when he eats chicken. Yeah. <laughs> what if Sander ate chicken? I like that scene. Everybody... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody rags on that scene. I like that scene. I like the chicken line. The, about the, the chicken thing was fine, but then they, like, made it into a meme. And I think that's, like, retroactively, okay. that's why 
we get mad at it. Right. Thankfully, I avoided that. With, like, the exception of Play With Her Ass, like, most of the things in the first three seasons are not as bad as anything from season four onwards. Yeah. Play With Her Ass is really good, though, so I, I don't see the issue. <laughs> Should be taught in every film class. Yeah. <laughs> this, this line of exposition. You know, it's hilarious. We talk, like... George will, like, name characters after, like, authors he likes and stuff like that. Or, like, you know, just friends of his or something. And, like, in the show, they name characters after people that criticize them and then make them... And give a ten-minute speech about smashing beetles. And and Uh then he got kicked by a horse and died or something. Simply epic. It's, it's pretty almost epic. like a horrible dark mirror version of a song of ice and fire. <laughs> what if you could like kill people on screen? What if like like the the actress says she doesn't want to do naked scenes anymore, so you make Joffrey strangle her while Littlefinger says the chaos is a lettuce speech. Let's move on to the next <laughs> chapter. <laughs> That's just good writing. Yeah. Mm. Okay, it's Nedard time. Uh, so Ned's in a cell. It sucks. Uh, the straw smells like urine. It's dark all the time. He can't see anything. He definitely has sepsis in his leg. So he's starting to hallucinate. Um, he's thinking about Robert a lot, thinking about how the dark is just like Robert's tomb. Uh, thinking about Cersei. He's just, just going through everything in his mind, doing a bit of a recap. He thinks about... Stannis thinks about Renly as like, I wonder what's happening on the outside. He then remembers this tourney at Harrenhal. <laughs> the time when everyone smiled. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might say it's significant. It might not be. It's probably nothing. Um, but it's he remembers. Just sports. Re- <laughs> it's just sport. He remembers this great basketball game, right? <laughs> to me, it's just sport ball. Rhaegar does an epic dunk and wins. I'd like Rhaegar a lot more if he dunked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he gives gives this laurel of of magic, hotness, best woman to Lyanna rather than his wife, which people get a bit upset about. Yeah, for some reason. Wait, wait, wait. Love it. Um, I'm back from the bathroom with another joke. Like, uh, this is a, a bit now. Um... But Eddie just said, I'd like Rhaegar more if he dunked, and that's why we like egg so much. Get it? Because it's dunking egg. Am I, like, losing connection or something? Can you guys hear me? (laughs) It was at this moment that I realized that my headphones had died, and my mic would soon die also. Just after doing the heroic feat of getting that last choke in. Here is what the response was that I missed and did not hear, and also I'll be gone from the episode for like another ten minutes. And that's why we like egg so much. Egg. I wanted to. I wanted to. Speaking of egg, I wanted to apologize for the last episode yeah, because yeah, yeah. we talked about three eggs, and like a day later. <laughs> Animal Crossing started to put like eggs on trees, and it's horrible. And three at a time. Three at a time. It's too much. Th- three, three tree eggs. They misheard. They thought you were saying three, uh, tree, like three tree. It was like yeah. through the through Joey yeah. Wheeler voice. So they just. Put <laughs> but we did in. say we did say tree eggs is in three eggs. Yeah. So they knew. Yeah. <laughs> we did make exactly that joke. Yeah. 
I was just reminding the listeners. Ah, yeah. Our listeners, they remember. They take notes. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah, Reggie, or I guess it's not Reggie anymore. It's Mr. Bowser. Please take, <laughs> please, please take away the eggs again. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> we had fun with three eggs last week, but that feels like a year ago. Two eggs, they're not cool anymore. We're like, we're like when Mabim Bam said that uh, Glass Track isn't good anymore. Like too actively cancelling. Okay. So, yeah, Ed remembered... Ed? Ned remembers Liana getting the crown of winter roses, which was the queen of love and beauty crown. Um, things went wrong after that. Some other stuff happens. That's where Jamie was given his cloak um, and some other stuff. Uh, the jailer comes. Ned's not getting any food. He's like, oh, shit, they're trying to make me weak so they can manipulate me. And then Varys comes and tells him some some hard truths uh, that are upsetting and is like, oh... He drops epic truth bombs. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Tyrion's escaped. Uh, you have very few cards left to play. Sansa really wants you to not die, so maybe don't. Uh, just admit that you were wrong and that you were a traitor and maybe you'll be left alive. And Ned's like, I can't because of honor. And uh, Varys is like, well, do. Otherwise, Sansa will die. And they will bring you her head, and that would be pretty bad. Um, and then he says, he says a, a good line, which is, uh, "Why is it always the innocents who suffer most when you high lords play your Game of Thrones?" Which sounds like a theme to me. And another title drop. Oh yeah. Uh, this chapter is so much. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it has a bad vibe, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and and a thirsty wizard. Just, I think I, the the only funny time in the whole chapter. What did he even mean with that? Like, Ned asks, like, oh, what sort of wizard are you for, like, making yourself transform into a person that I almost barely recognize? And then he says, a thirsty one, here, drink. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the- <laughs> but he's drinking, not you. That was part yeah. of Ned's hallucination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the wizard line though because it does call back to Arya. Um, no, m- sorry, m- maybe him. maybe Varys is is calling Ned a thirsty one when he looks at him, because Ned is <laughs> is making the thirsty flower pose. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't just see it in the dark, <laughs> but I'd recognize yeah, that outline anywhere. Oh, a thirsty one! Drink yeah, one Ned one. is disappointed that it's wine. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna finish that joke. You yeah. don't have to. Should we like? Talk about that turny thing. Is this the first time it's like described? It's the yeah. first time, it's the first yeah. Time it's mentioned, I think. I think it's the first time it's mentioned. It's, it's, there's been like brief one sentence references yeah. to, to it. the yeah. tourney, but not like what happened. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's normal and everyone had fun. Except all the spies died. I can't wait for the next Ned chapter where he where he will have recovered and um, his leg will be better and he'll get to go to the wall. Yeah, since I already set that up nicely, now I just have to... I am. I was once again getting ads for, like, uh, stepmother porno, I don't know why, on the <laughs> Wiki of Ice and Fire okay. homepage. Um, yeah. It was planted there um, by Theon. <laughs> he was mad that he didn't appear in this set of chapters, so he had to get back in <laughs> yeah. He was thinking about Kat, and yeah. it manifested. It, it's, it's his fanfiction. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is there to say about this chapter apart from that it's rough and upsetting? He's in a bad place, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like our friend George, first name, anytime it's like a weird dream or like hallucination or something is always his best writing. Like, yeah. I think of this yeah. chapter and a, a specific Bren one in um, A Dance of Dragons as just, like, chef kiss delicious writing. And, and he does it so, like, rarely that whenever it happens, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the good shit. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's 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 written really well. And, like, you, you f- it feels unpleasant to read and, like, yeah, yeah. kind of get into, into Ned's head and how he's, like, losing track of time and... and yeah. Yeah, like slipping in and out of, of maybe consciousness, not not so much like being awake and asleep, but maybe passing out even because of, of the pain and, and exhaustion. Yeah, and the, the hallucinations are like so unsettling, like mm. the thing where he imagines Robert and then he turns into Littlefinger, mm. uh, especially if we consider that, that like him and Robert used to be in love and then it turns into his worst yeah. enemy. Yeah, he also he mentions Cat like in one line and then he has an extended description of how sexy Robert was in his youth. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that does happen, yeah. Hmm. It says him, he heard his he heard his laughter in the dark, saw his eyes blue and clear as mountain lakes, yeah. which mm-hmm. Yeah. True. <laughs> Dreamy. Normal normal thing to say about your, your <laughs> just your friends. That's how I describe all my sonic friend. friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, when you talk about are... Brooks, that, that's how I describe him. Right? A, bro, your eyes are looking majestic this <laughs> evening. <laughs> uh, there's a part where, where Ned says to Varys uh, about Cersei, like, Cat holds her brother, and then Varys says the wrong brother. So I wonder if that's going to mean anything. Mm. There's that description of Stannis and Renly as like the Iron Gauntlet and the Silk Glove as well, which is good stuff. Good Some shit. early stuff. Does does very say the line about the, he says the line about how there's like no man as scary as a just man or something about yeah. Stannis? Yeah, Which, a truly a truly just man, truly just man. Yeah, Villainswiki.com. Villainswiki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one line. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but it got a sensible chuckle out of me. It's when um. Ned is like, oh, you just stood by as the, like, little finger and his men seized me. Mm-hmm. And Varys is like, what did you want me to do? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Varys is like, I've got to, I've got to be tropes, so sorry I couldn't. Yeah, sorry I couldn't fucking Hulk out and just destroy all of them, but... Yeah. And even even if he was a knight or something, like, there was nothing he could yeah. have done in that moment if he didn't also want to die so if my friend was being because kidnapped was like, by the entire yeah. city guard i would simply defeat all of them in, in yeah it was like a hundred against ten and he would have made it a hundred <laughs> against eleven so yeah. Ooh. <laughs> wow <laughs> i was trying to find them off with a tiny knife <laughs> there is a lot of varus stuff here it does um set up his whole i just want peace i'm just doing it for the realm mm. stuff this is pretty epic yeah. here <laughs> he does say a lot of epic things. Yeah, he's like he's like once again the uh, the NPC who like uh, delivers all the information to Ned. Yeah, but like in a cool way. Yeah, I like that Varys definitely sees himself as like the protagonist. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 
These are all things he thinks to himself as he does mm. schemes. He says, ah, yes, peace. And then writes treason on a piece of paper and flips it over. <laughs> <laughs> then just burns it for no reason. <laughs> yeah, as I thought, this, this chapter's bringing everyone down. <laughs> it's just hard to make it's jokes about. It's not a good you know? one to joke about, yeah. My, my jape node like, is... Is just spinning. Like there's no no production. <laughs> yeah, it's like... can't connect to anything. Um, <laughs> okay. There is a good bit where Varys Varys is showing that the wine isn't poisoned, and he just pours it all over his face. <laughs> yeah. If it, if the wine dark, so wasn't poisoned, mouth. would I do this, making sure not to drink <laughs> any of it, but getting my face really dirty? <laughs> it's like the tiniest amount of wine in his mouth possible. Yeah, he says yum and spits it out. He <laughs> could have had like. If you there's there's like some classes in Blades in the Dark that you can pick where uh, you can I think it's the 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 class that is basically the alchemist where you can pick the uh, the special move or whatever that you are immune to one poison of your choice. <laughs> you just like the taste. Yeah, you like built up an immunity, so now you can like uh, put that poison in your mouth and like. Uh, s- spit the vapor of it in someone's face and it's gonna work it's just like Princess Bride mm-hmm. yeah. Paris has <laughs> been having like a tiny bit of this poison over a long period of time and it's you know. exactly it yeah he just needed the, the, the Dornish bone activated poison they, they had in the show <laughs> that Paris, technology Paris has immune and, <laughs> he hasn't and, found that technology yet and, and Ned it's would in die development. As, yeah, Ned would die as soon as he, as he thinks about Robert the next time mm-hmm <laughs> do you think there's like a poison R&D department in Dawn and they're just like coming up with all the new poisons oh definitely uh, sure. my lord I've been poisoned the only thing that will heal, heal me is a sweet kiss from your manly lips please <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can study poisons at the, at the citadel right okay so yeah. the yeah. the maesters have unlocked the poison knowledge yeah that makes sense hmm. what if like everyone could be smart and everyone could like learn things and not mm-hmm. just by going to the citadel and forging your chain for like a decade. What if college was free? What if college was free? All right, I know we're talking about a fantasy series, but <laughs> God, it's impossible because of numbers. Okay, should we get on to spoilers? I can't think of anything yeah, else sure. to say. We can move on to spoilers. Mm-hmm. I guess it's going to be just a short, like two-hour episode this time. <laughs> I can't, but we've definitely fallen short of our potential. Uh, we can go move on to spoilers, and if we remember any non-spoilery things, we can just, you know, still say just it. Say it in the spoiler section. So we can put the spoiler music music here that I know Emmanuel always does. I have never listened to an episode after it That's came spoiler out. Spoiler music? So, you know. Uh, we. I'm back, by the way. Um, Hello! We had Welcome. some technical right. difficulties. Oh, I didn't notice you were gone. Ouch. <laughs> oh. I never read the Discord chat because I'm looking at like the book or the wiki. I just have the blown up picture of Peter Rick, so I'm that's been on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> it has a, a calming aura mm-hmm. like in The Sims where a painting gives you like calm. Like environment like, points or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That picture gives a choke point. We could have like stopped recording for the, until you fix your issue. I didn't notice that there's a 
thing. Oh, uh, no, that's okay. okay. Um, did so, I miss anything? Good? Yeah, we, we were like about uh, we were to close feeling after. sad about Ned. Yeah. Uh, I too. <laughs> What's your favorite thing that you hope we talked about in this chapter? So the last, like, I made my good joke about Donkey Egg and then uh, <laughs> after that I couldn't hear anything. Um, so I hope like that went in uh, transitioned into a nice tree egg segment. It did. Joke so good it numbed your brain. So yeah, I don't have spoiler music. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. I thought we I thought we had transition music. I was like, wow, this is more professional than I thought it was. <laughs> uh, maybe I can start this episode, but. We're onto spoilers, so is there okay. any Tyrion spoilers? Um, spoilers. Tyrion will never take the veil. I, I <laughs> genuinely don't remember what happens with like the mountain people. Yeah. Though. Like, do they just disappear? There's like the epic fight where they're doing better than Tywin thought. Yeah, and he takes them to King's Landing with him when he becomes yeah. Hand, and they, they oh, yeah. sort of cause a lot of chaos. Ah, yes. Yeah, I remember he has like a couple of guys, but. I think they end yeah. up like in the forests around uh, around King's Landing and uh, make trouble there. I think that's yeah. the, the well, status. Yeah, so what happens the... is like there's like 300 with him right now. Like half of them die in this battle that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And then the rest go to King's Landing with Tyrion, like you said. And then they're kind of just chilling there for a bit. Whenever Stannis marches in... Um, or like a little bit before he gets there, he sends them into the Kingswood to like basically just harass Stannis's army. Mm. And then after the Battle of the Blackwater, um, uh, Shaga, I think, and the Storm, the Stone Crows, uh, just stay in the Kingswood and like, <laughs> but and harass uh, everyone. Yeah, he's camping. Yeah, and like they, I guess. They're just doing Robin Hood stuff or something. I'm not sure, but uh, we haven't really gotten an update on them in a while. Mm-hmm. Most of the the Kingswood is just burnt. A lot of it is anyway, because um, Tyrion commanded them to burn for the forest, and he also uh, Stannis was also burning a bunch of the forest. So the Kingswood is like burnt a lot of it. But uh, but Timit and I think Chella take they they go home. They take their people back to the Vale, so they're kind of still in play, maybe. There's, like, this fun... Um, so there's, like, this theory that Timmit... Um, whenever Littlefinger, like, rattles off the the list of, like, the succession for how Harry the Heir is the next in line to the Vale, after... Um, uh, Sweet Corbin? Yeah, yeah, like, before Harry the Heir... One of the, so he, he, like, says one of the, like, daughters that was, like, higher in the succession got lost, like, to the veil, the mountain clansmen. Yeah, daughter seven, carried off by burned men. So, like, the idea is that Timmit was a child of that woman, and therefore, or, or like, maybe grandchild, I forget how old this is, but, um, uh, basically, like, he could actually technically be... Uh, higher in the line. I don't know if that'll like come into the plot at all. 
but it's a fun idea and I like it. And he's back in the veil, so like it could, if it does, like it, there's a possibility that it could come back into the plot. But okay, it might be just like endgame stuff where he comes out and is like, hey, like it's like a way to reconcile the surviving veil lords to like a newer, like maybe he somehow gets incorporated into the thing and like that could be a way because like I think after the new long night, um. We're probably going to see, like, you know, a big paradigm shift and hopefully a more democratic one. And this is, like, a way that that can happen in the Vale that, like, he brings his culture to the forefront of the Vale and, like, starts to integrate those kind of, like, more democratic ways of life into the, like, into the mainstream, I guess, of the Vale. Yeah. Anytime George brings back a named character in the last two books, I'm going to be so happy. I'm just going to be like, ah, my old friends. Yeah. It's like when we hear a Jick mention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they mention Jick in Winds of Winter, I'm gonna oh, like, be. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> so happy. Uh, do the whip and the nay nay when that uh-huh. happens. <laughs> gonna do the meanest Miller rock. Uh, I was I was thinking of a joke while you were talking, but I don't know which version of it of it works. So I'm just gonna try both of them. All right, let's let's see. Let's check it out. Because <laughs> here's the first one. Okay. What if it was Fear the Burn Man? Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, and the other okay. one is. What's the other one? Burned Man. Is that what they called Bernie Bros in Vampire Times? <laughs> okay, so so both strong. I mean, they are kind of socialists, so. Yeah. Yeah, they're like anarcho syndicalists or something. Mm. <laughs> I like them. This is kind of like, they're kind of like a time capsule in the way that the, I think we've talked about this, I don't know, remember. But they're like, uh, this could be showing us um, what the first men were like, or at least the first men that like survived the long night, the original one. And of course, some of them still kind of coalesced back into feudalism, but like we see with the hill clans in the north that they're kind of more like this and like... And the wildlings definitely are, so... I think you mentioned it, but I totally forgot. That's okay. I'm just, like, I think the end game is... It's important for the end game because I think this is, like, where society will return to. Like, the people that are, mm. are going to survive... I mean, it's kind of like right now, where, like, the people that are going to survive this catastrophe are, like, the people that have enough, like, institutional power and, and uh, capital of, like, you know, financial and social types... Um, but also the people that are like, you know, on the ground that, uh, can create their own support networks and like support each other and that kind of thing. So, Mm, but is he electable? (laughs) (laughs) Does he have the best stories? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like America should like learn from Game of Thrones and think of the presidential candidate who has the best stories. Mm. Mm hmm. <laughs> and that man is Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. <laughs> what if the candidates had to like cut off off a part of the body like the burnt man? Hell yeah. Okay, Whoever so which part was, is the uh, president? would each of them cut down? Joe would miss. <laughs> <laughs> Joe goes for his eye, but he fucking <laughs> goes, goes straight he gave, through his head. He gives himself a lobotomy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bernie's always already sacrificed his hair. Aww. Aww. 
it's beautiful, I think. I like it, too. He hasn't had it for, like, 50 years at this point. Yeah, he's been in this game. <laughs> I also just remember hey, that... Hey, I think hey, I have the... a very good joke. I have a very good joke. Trump okay. would cut off his hand, but it was, would not be a big sacrifice. What if it was Bernie the Broken? Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. I was gonna... This doesn't relate to this, but I just remembered as you were talking about, like, Endgame, that I made the Endgame prediction in, I think, the first episode of this podcast, maybe the second, about how uh, it's gonna end with like the trees start walking and it's gonna be like mm-hmm. lord of the rings and i'm just gonna add to that prediction that they're also gonna have eggs <laughs> tree eggs is good again now i, I came back so that they it. can grow a new forest and everyone's gonna be fucking pissed about it because they can't get any hardwood <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> going through the series underlining every single usage of the word egg try and look for a pen <laughs> Alright, is there any spoiler stuff in Sansa, the chapter? I forget when it happens, but I'm so happy that Barristan went and fucking filled out his white book, like, annotation before he fled. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. King move. Yeah. Yeah, I think they they bring that up later, right? Like, it's... I think it's in a Jamie chapter, yeah. God, I'm so excited for the Jamie chapters. Uh, I miss my boy Jamie. Yeah. I think that's like one of my favorite chapters where Jamie reads the uh, book. What if he just threw dick butt into the book? (laughs) 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 Do you think Barristan says to like the, uh, I don't know, whoever is around from the King's Guard, uh, do you like my dick butt? Dick butt? Cock butt. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Cock arse. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) you can just gotta get on a podcast and say whatever you want (laughs) can you believe this is legal i mean that is what uh great john said we're gonna draw dick butt on taiwan's cheeks Uh uh-huh I just talked about Trump cutting off his hands. So I don't know how how legal that is to to talk about to maiming the president. Parody, parody. <laughs> oh, if parody. you're talking about yeah, parody, funny parody. small hands, then it's then it's allowed. Hey, I've got a funny small hand for you. His name's Tyrion. Hey. Oh, I was I was gonna say if uh, Donald Trump went beyond the wall and was never seen again, he would be Benjamin Small Hands. I was gonna say, if it's part of his small hands, then it's little finger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <sighs> there is another funny joke uh, from Tyrion about uh, they're talking about how Timmit put out his eye and uh, how that got him to be a red hand and. He's like, I wonder what their their king burnt off, oh. and then Bron mm-hmm. pulls at his dick in true Bron fashion. God damn, I love these books. <laughs> <laughs> Bron's like, I can't let this joke just sit. I have to make it explicit so the audience yeah. gets it. What if Davos became president? <laughs> <laughs> but, but his hands would still not be as short as Drumpf's hands. But his hands are also pretty small on account of his short fingers. Destroyed. Dr- 
Chum's hands are just small because he has like the tips of his fingers in a pouch around his neck that he, he always carries with him. It's my luck, folks. Many people are saying this. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, Santa, not too many spoiler plot things. Dantas is here, which I didn't remember that he mm. was in this book. Dantas try to say, tries to like say hi to her or whatever yeah. until somebody whispers in his ear that that's cringe and he's going to lose subscriber. But yeah. uh-huh. um, is this like hinting at some kind of like prior connection to that uh, between them before uh, the other thing happens? I don't know why he's funny. He's just I mean, drunk, right? Drunk men funny. He's just a goofball. Why would Sansa in this situation think about how he's funny? That's probably how she thinks of him. She's like, oh, he's the funny knight who's drunk all the time. Ah, okay, yeah. You could you could say that him being kind to her now mm. maybe influences, influences her decision to stick up for him later, possibly. They at least know who each other are. It's a, a bit of, of seeding of a connection, yeah. Yeah. But the thing about Sansa is that she sticks up for, like, anyone who is in need at the moment. Yeah. She's she's the best. Dantos' story is so fucking sad. Like, he's, like, the class clown here because he's, like, the, you know, the kid who acts out because, like, he's in, he doesn't have parents or something. Like, he's, <laughs> like, he fucking, all his family is dead and he's, like this landless knight who is just here because there's nowhere else for him and like his family was like destroyed and now he's just a drunk man and he's sad <sighs> he's depressing I mean, when robert was king it was maybe fun to be drunk all the time because there was so many feasts and stuff so yeah i have i still have like brooks's funny tweet and uh uh, Peter re- reply open here so I can look at it every time the conversation is getting sad. <laughs> Bookmark it. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, do you want to talk about the net shit? Yeah, gosh. The literal net shit. <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah, he does mention the thing about how Robert used to say the king eats and the hand shits, but actually it's the king dies and the hand gets buried. Oof. Mm-hmm. This is obviously talking about how the sun dies, but the moon meteors get buried in the earth. Uh-huh. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. It is known. It is known. And moon is egg. <laughs> What's up with this uh, moment when all the smiles died? Mm, nothing. Meaningless. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory, I mean. All our smiles died. Does it mean anything that there's like a that there's like a different turning where there's like a smiley knight? The smiley knight. The smiley knight is called the smiley knight because he's fun and good to be around. Yeah. Because after he left, that's why the smiles died. So the, the smiley knight <laughs> wasn't around anymore. Yeah. So he also has like an environmental effect where everyone just yeah. feels <laughs> really really happy when they're around him. But doctor, I am smiley knight. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like having trouble this this episode. If you couldn't tell, we are all having problem. <laughs> experiencing botheration. Experiencing botherations. <laughs> <laughs> Look, none none of the botherations we'd exper- be experiencing would be like of the level than the uh, the ones Ned Stark is experiencing. That's true. He's, he's really bothered. Yeah, he seems fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a lot of sleep. He keeps and he keeps time. he is having a lot of sleep. He keeps saying it smells like pee pee and poo poo. He's basically in a meditation retreat. He's, so, he's social distancing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I 
extreme social distancing and also social distance from toilet. By command of the queen, Nedard Stark, you will social distance. <laughs> Goodbye. This, there's a mention once again of Lyanna whispering, promise me, Ned. Which, uh, I wonder if that's going to be important. Promise me, Ned. Promise me you'll post the funny Peter Griffin. <laughs> Rick it. <laughs> <laughs> John, the next time I see you, I'll tell you a deep secret. <laughs> I was gonna say when he's when he's thinking about that, he also does think about John, and it's like, ah, oh, if only I could sit and talk to him. Mm. Mm. Interesting. But John is the son of Ned and Ashara, right? And also, oh, yeah. Mira is his sister. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So jot that down. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, Liana is actually a secret Targaryen. Ooh. <laughs> Now we're cooking. <laughs> what if Tyrion like time traveled back, <laughs> <laughs> and John and Lyanna are both his uh, sons and daughters? What if every single character is the child of Tyrion when he was time traveling? Mm. There's like an actual theory in physics that there's actually just one electron, and it's just moving very one, fast. Yeah. Yes, and that's Tyrion. It's a little fast boy. Just how there's just one Bran Stark and his other Bran Starks at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a part where they're talking about, like, Robert's death and how Varys says that it was your mercy that killed him. Is Was there, like... So, after Ned and Cersei's discussion, is that when she, like, sent word to use the strong wine or something? Because mm-hmm. I was always under the impression that, like, it was the plan as soon as he went out hunting. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, this one implies that Lancel didn't know and mm. Cersei just told him it was his favorite vintage. But I thought Lancel did know because he gets really guilty later. I think if he didn't know, he mm. figured it out. Uh, yeah, okay. Or at least suspected. Or but... he just thinks that like he just made him drunk. Or, like, mm-hmm. he, he enabled yeah. his, his alcoholism, basically. <laughs> Blames him for that. That classic... That trick. We get some uh, Stannis Menchies. He's called the Iron Gauntlet. Iron yeah, Gauntlet. We, did, we briefly mentioned. Is that like a Marvel superhero? Like a hand. Hand going mm. gauntlet. Infinity Stone. Thanos. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> what did it cost? What if Rhaegar's rubies were Infinity Stones? What if Davos Fingies are actually the Infinity Stones? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's why he keeps them. Yeah. That's why he keeps them. That's why he's so <laughs> nice. At this point, it's really just like a song of ice and fire Mad Libs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see if I got any. Is there anything 12 or a spider? There's a spider, but uh, I didn't see any last year in math in these chapters. Um, there's still like, there's only six uh, Kingsguard which, uh, in the city still, which matches the thing and like i guess puts joffrey as the like waymar guy but yeah it's like i kind of have already seen that before one thing that stood out to me is that they uh they call cersei the light of the west is that anything oh yeah yeah so that's um that's a name for the even star like which is venus whenever it's um it's like right whenever after the sun sets it's the first star that appears in the in the west like lord of the ring yeah. I don't know. So Tolkien just has that in there, but he doesn't like do anything with it. I guess it makes Aragorn 
a Jesus figure, and that's mm, it. He wouldn't like that. Well, it, it does, because that's what it does. J.R.R. Tolkien says, no allegory here, friend, just Well, that's people. not the same as <laughs> allegory. Allegory is for 8th grade book reports. That's just different, because allegory, that's not the same as metaphor, or... or yeah. Uh, so do you uh, think it's like, like symbols. it's not like how Tolkien isn't actually racist when he says that he just had like a semantics thing? <laughs> God, Tolkien is pretty racist. <laughs> hey, what if it was like a bunch of Middle Eastern people that followed Sauron and only them? Also, there's Weird. a literal like evil race. Yeah. Everyone is either genetically good or genetically evil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like my issue with most like dnd stuff too that there's like in the i think in the fucking character sheets it still says like if you're pick a pick an orc race like orc is your character's race it's gonna say orcs are known as the evil race most of them are lawful evil or neutral evil okay thanks i mean that's a pretty normal like fantasy thing isn't it just being yeah weird about that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah so this is a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. <laughs> Still. I feel like my soul is draining out my feet. Welcome to our D&D uh, real play. What do they call that? Actual play? Real play, play yeah. Okay, no. Okay, wow. so is there any more spoilers about these chapters that we need to talk about? Yeah, Cersei's called the Even Star because that's the one that falls down to Earth, and that's what the moon did, and after mm-hmm. the Lightbringer kind of hit it, and then Sansa's white dress that she's wearing in this scene or it's actually it's a black dress that it used to be the white ivory dress that got stained by the blood orange um it's now black because she dyed it so that's like it's basically a very like high level kind of color vision overview of like the transformation of the the like moon goddess from you know the like pure white maiden to the like to basically a death god and uh yeah and then there's the line in uh ned's chapter where he thinks of robert as a horned god which is a cool line because it basically explicitly tells us like if you google horned god um you'll find a bunch of stuff on wicca which is like i need to learn more about wicca because it's like really interesting as an archaeologist i have opinions but i will be i will be (laughs) please Well, I mean, that's kind of how I'm interested in it, because it's like, I mean, it is like this, you know, modern amalgamation of like half remembered bullshit from ages past that they kind of all just stuck together. And it's really, really interesting. It's according to J.K. Rowling, the only religion that is forbidden in Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) And rightly so, because it's ahistorical, unlike other religions. Well, well, yeah, that's the thing is like every religion is ahistorical. Like, that's how all other religions got made. Is like, it was a bunch of... Um, of bunch of older myths mixed mixed together or reinterpreted or... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Which is, like, why, you know, like, Jesus and uh, it can be associated with, uh, with Venus. Is because, like, there are already older ideas of a god uh, or the child of God coming to Earth and then going back to heaven back to the sun after like doing spending some time on earth so that just naturally fits in with what jesus did like it's basically the same ideas we interpreted like you said so um but the the horn god is like i mean it even alongside it's like connotations and wicked is like an archetype that's recognized by like religious scholars 
they don't always have to have horns, but they're usually they're like associated with um, the forest or like farming stuff with like the fertility of the land, and they uh, follow the nature cycle of like death and rebirth for the seasons and stuff like this. So there's a bunch of different bunch of different gods and and like Pan from uh, Greek myth is in there. Uh, yeah. I want to say the Egyptian ones, but I can't. I think it's Horus, but don't quote me. I haven't looked at that in a minute, and I Hor- can't Horus remember all Hulk the names. Head. Okay, which is it? Osiris. Osiris uh, is like the big guy. Who's the yeah. son of um, Ra? And, uh, I think fuck. you're talking about Loki. <laughs> I, I can't remember there's like a bunch. I can't remember them so yeah I don't know I just thought like an hour ago when you said Cersei was even star I thought what if, what if Cersei was Ringo star <laughs> oh I thought this was gonna be a like Cersei was Anubis style kind of free association <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good would that be better? I don't know if, if we could. Is this I good? Started, Do we like started, this? like mapping all members of the Beatles on the Lannister siblings, and I'm not sure if we want to do that. <laughs> I'm sure we don't want to um, do that. Tyrion would be John Lennon. Absolutely, that's, that's the one that's thing I'm need to know. certain about. Jamie um, is, I guess, both Paul and George uh, in one. Yeah, and everyone can figure out what that means <laughs> you know when we started doing this podcast I was like started sweating when we get to over two hours and now I've yeah. been like we've only been recording for like an hour hours, 30 so is this are we losing our edge I mean we are on like three chapters now and they were quite yeah, we, short we, so there's not a huge we, yeah. amount and we could just make a one hour episode or something like it's not it's not forbidden <laughs> So we're, ex- we're experiencing simultaneous brain melt, so that's like part of the issue. It's fine. Mm. It's good content. My- mind-numbingly good. <laughs> what if we did like this was like a worst idea of all time style podcast where we just have to read the same Tyrion chapter every week? <laughs> <laughs> which, which chapter would it be? Uh. Uh, one where his penis is in, a lot, in it a lot, probably. Like, Tyrion, A Clash of Kings 25 or whatever. There's yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> Just, it, no, it has to be one when he's, like, devising plans to defend uh-huh. King's Landing at the Battle of Blackwater. Just that one, like, over yeah. and over again. It's the one where he sends the three different letters yeah. to three different people. <laughs> so which one was your favorite letter this week? <laughs> it, it wouldn't be Tyrion. It would be the, the Davos chapter where he's he's uh, stranded on the island and hallucinating. That's, and, that's uh, hell. That's... And the, the, the goal of the podcast, the only way we can we can end it is if it's somehow trick Brooks on being one, on one of the episodes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what if we read it and it's different this time? Yeah, <laughs> it likes it this time. Yeah, the the Davos chat. It is actually hell because uh, he in the previous one at the end of the Battle of Blackwater, he talks about how the uh, the mouth of the Blackwater had turned into the mouth of hell, and then he swims under it and he lands on that rock. So he's basically like symbolically he's dead, 
And then he comes back to life, and that's what Stannis says. Mm. Symbolically, he's a mermaid, and he's on the rock, and he's singing. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. symbolically, he's just, he's just really hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once again, I'm just mad-libbing whatever, <laughs> whatever words come into my mind. <laughs> it's just whatever's left in there is just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> squeezing every last bit out. Freshly squeezed brain oh, juice. No. It's just like a sp- <laughs> trying to get every last drop of water out of a sponge. Yeah. What's uh-huh. left in here? Man, that <clears throat> that Brooks tweet was really so mind-numbing. That <laughs> <laughs> next time you have to put the you have to put the new segment at the end. Uh huh. So, yeah. to, to sort wow. of like wipe everything clean when you're uh-huh. done. It's like like a fresh start. Yeah, a rebirth. Uh-huh. <laughs> You can oh, be baptized yeah. in horrible articles. It's the only way. <laughs> Alright, do you want to end this episode? We've been going for over yeah, two hours please. somehow, despite Pull the plug. not saying anything. <laughs> abort, abort. Pull the plug on Boris's respirator. <laughs> and next week is going to be... Because we're plugging it into <laughs> a different outlet that has more electricity to make him strong. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and we're not saying he should be, like, electrocuted or anything. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to overload the uh, respirator with too much electricity. We're just making sure he's extra healthy. <laughs> we're overloading it with love yeah. and respect. <laughs> yeah, good vibes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you see that Nancy Pelosi signed, like, one of his coronavirus statements with wash your hands and dance like nobody's watching? We gotta end this before I get arrested. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have to pull the plug. Hey, Eddie, where can we find you? Uh, you know. <laughs> P- uh, join P got Discord, the Five Grams of Iron, Fun Point, Podcast, Anime, Music, etc. Mm-hmm. P got Wrestling is coming up, right? P got Wrestling yeah. this Wednesday. There's uh, some very special new characters I heard. Yeah, I, I, I just named the character Gigantic Larry, but it's also the one you described okay. to me. <laughs> so. Okay. Does, does he have the intro music? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fire Pro lets Great. you do that, so you can really okay. make you can really get nutty with it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> looking forward to it. Mm. I'm very excited to find out who the uh, six, bullet, six Bullets match is going to be. You'll have to tune in and find out, Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Piet Pri showing up? Please check out my podcast, uh, Age of Pods, where we're talking about Sufjan Stevens. Uh, we recorded an episode about drawing Gacy Jr. and um, yes. Jacksonville that is going to drop one of these days, probably before uh, this episode comes out, so... Look forward to that. Please, please listen to my podcast. It's about Scooby-Doo. It's great. We talked about Scooby Natural and it was fun. Okay, cool. I started listening to that yesterday and uh, it's really fun even if you're not interested in Scooby-Doo. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, there's a lot to talk about um, with the Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. Check out the Scrappy-Doo episode. This MF named Scoobert-Doobert. <laughs> Scoobert-Doobert, yeah. I, I don't like when you talk about the fan fictions though. Oh, that's I so loved, good. <laughs> I love the fanfiction corner, though. It's good. I was very disappointed that you didn't it's, mention... It's some challenging uh, material. You didn't mention Top Scrappy Doo found dead in Miami fanfic. in the Scrappy episode. 
it's, it's it's a good podcast and you should you should all listen anyone else want to like shout out something what how about this one uh what music should i play to end this podcast anyone got a good song that they want to make everyone listen to caramel dancing <laughs> i just want everyone to listen to it again sure uh, the guest gets the pick at the outro music so <laughs> i think it should end on communist daughter by neutral milk hotel okay sure i'll take that. i'll accept that we're just gonna take a different neutral milk hotel song every episode it's fine i i think that would be good we did have one last week yeah Oh, I didn't finish listening to it all the way to the end. No, so I just listened there. to the end because I wanted to find out what uh, Music Emmanuel put in. Yeah, I put the nice uh, breakdown from... Uh... King of Cares Flows Part 3. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I think we should put in Song Against Sex because I think being horny is a really bad idea right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be dangerous. How? Hey, Eddie, how long is the list for a fun point for suggestions oh there's a lot of them yeah <laughs> sent in mine so it's gonna be but it's not like, I'm like i think we random, have right? here's 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 a sneak peek of the fun point algorithm is there's Ooh. basically a three episode just to make sure because some people have been in there for like years at this point and it is random so you get we do three so if you put your suggestion in now it would be at least three Patreon picks before you get put into the pile to be chosen mm-hmm. from. But then other than that, it's like random of all of them. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. Because so. <laughs> you've been mentioning you want to send in Brave Little Abacus. And for a really long time, I thought it was like Brave Little Toaster. Like it's just just some wacky children's music. Uh, I mean, it is. But for like adult children. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> For adult teen babies, let's end this. <laughs> yeah, for the sake of my brain. Maybe I'll maybe I'll use one of their songs. Okay. And force everyone to listen to like really old experimental emo music. So it's good shit. We love it. Oh yeah. Uh, fuck Jora. Fuck Tywin. Fuck Little Jora. Let's get some S's. Some S's going in the chat. <laughs> Hit those S's. Hit that S. Play with her ass. Okay.